Would any of you count it as the greatest accomplishment of your life that you helped get somebody to heaven? At the end of our days, our Lord will ask us, how have you loved me? And maybe you gave millions of dollars to charity. Maybe you found the cure for cancer. Maybe you started a nonprofit that has changed the world. But our Lord came to do what? To save souls. To save souls. To bring us to our glorious destiny with His Father forever in heaven. The greatest work of any human being in the world is that. To assist in the salvation of even one soul. As John's Gospel reminds us, no greater love does one have than to lay down their life for their friends. And this is the witness of the thousands of Christians that are martyred on a weekly basis in our world. To lay down their lives for the salvation of others. Because they believe so deeply that salvation in God, who is Jesus Christ, is more important than anything on earth. And this is what you ratify every week you come to Mass. That this is worth dying for. Not this church building. Not even the idea of the church in your mind, whatever that may be. But Christ our head, who came to die for us and our salvation, He is worth living and dying for. And the great beauty of this is caught up in the mystery of the Mass, week in and week out, day in and day out. And as today we celebrate the solemnity of the Ascension, we have a key for our life as Christians. We ascend with Christ, our head, in glory, as the prayer says, in hope. We hear the body ascend with Christ in hope. For a new heaven and a new earth to be with him at the right hand of the Father. And the Mass portrays this beautifully in that we ascend, all of our activity comes towards the culmination of the Mass, which is the consecration of the bread and wine that becomes our Lord's body and blood, that we receive him in a state of grace, and then we go out as missionaries of salvation our highest dignity and duty. The ascent leads to the mission. As the Gospel attests today before our Lord ascends into heaven, He blesses them, and after His departure, what do they do? They give Him homage. That is, they praise Him for the glory of who He is. They praise Him for the salvation wrought by His gruesome crucifixion, and glorious resurrection. And then they go out with great joy and continue to praise Him. The ascension leads to mission. And dear brothers and sisters, in the life of the church, this is something we need to take much more seriously. The cultural mindset of church overwhelmingly, not just in America, but in all the West, is that of a country club. We pay our dues, that is, we put money in the collection basket, we get our little Pez dispenser Jesus, and then we go back to life. 
doesn't make that big of a difference. We give him our hour, and then we spend the 167 hours the rest of the week acting as if he does not exist, and only coming back when we get something in return. Now, you may feel convicted, Father, that's not my mentality, and praise God if that's not your mentality, but search the depths of your heart and think about, am I actively working as a missionary for Christ in my daily life? Do I try to bring the leaven of the gospel into my daily activities, not just at work, but in my family especially? The school of virtue, where we learn to be truly human and learn to be truly who God wants us to be. Now the great fear is not so much that as a church we'll be ineffective as an institution. We still clothe, feed, shelter, and educate more people than any other government or any other NGO in the world. We'll probably continue to do that very well. Y'all are very generous, and that helps. But our salvific mission given to us by Christ at his ascension was not to establish a hospital system, not to establish a school system, not even to establish the greatest catechetic system ever in the world. It was very simple. To teach that salvation is in Christ. And that in that salvation we find the greatest freedom and the greatest life we could ever live. The greatest joy we could ever have this side of heaven is to live in that freedom as sons and daughters of God. The mission that flows from the ascension needs some fine-tuning. As I said, that confusion that exists in our country club mentality comes from a few things that happen in the very nature of the liturgy because we've chosen to accept these things. Many of you, because of your age, understand that prior to the revisions of the Mass, you and the priest didn't look at each other that often. Why is that? Well, the priest is not here to be your entertainer. Your priest is here to lead you to God, just as Christ leads his disciples to God. And you don't lead by looking back at people and telling them, what do you think I should do? You lead by turning and leading them as a, a sergeant in the military would. We confuse that oftentimes more, especially not just the entertainment aspect, but by focusing on the person of the priest himself, which is a great danger, because as all of you know, we get moved a lot. <laughs> it's not necessarily what we want to do, but we do it out of obedience to God and to our bishop. But when we get concentrated on the cult of the person, we lose sight of the office. Priests ascend to the altar, not with their personality, but stripped of their personality so that they may bring holy Christ into the worship, acting in his person and his, in his headship. And so it is the prayer of the church that you pray that we become more like Christ and less of ourselves. All those things that can be a distraction. This is important because it also comes back to you. How am I accommodating Christ in my life? Am I making Christ in my own image and likeness, or am I making Christ, making myself into his image and likeness? We're not called to be our own gods. We're called to be God-like. That's what being a Christian means. And so stepping away from the precipice of complete confusion, I don't want to alarm anybody and make sure that you know that nothing's happening. I'm not getting moved. Father Adams isn't getting moved. But to understand that as Christ is a priest in heaven forever, 
He ascended to the right hand of the Father to do what? To intercede for us. To pray and plead with the Father for our salvation. That this is who we are. A priestly people. A people who offer sacrifice and prayer for each other and for the whole world. That this is our greatest mission in life. And there's no greater romance than trying to save a soul. Working for their benefit. Loving them even when they can't love themselves. I promise you, and most of you know that as parents, there is no greater joy and satisfaction than seeing good happen to another. But if we become distracted and think of our experience of the church as merely a social opportunity, we lose sight that Christ ascended into heaven not to not not to stop doing the mission, but to do the mission more perfectly as he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us and to guide us to be an altar Christus in the world, that is, to be another Christ. So let us pray, dear brothers and sisters, as we anticipate that outpouring of the fire of God's love at Pentecost, that we may be ready to receive it and respond to the mission that he gives to each of us for the salvation of the world.